6.45 a.m. I just finished a nice shower with my favorite strawberry lemon scrub from Trader Joe's. Now I have my nice 16 ounce of coffee in my favorite mug with just a hint of coconut milk creamer. Mm, So good. And now it's time to trek upstairs to my craft room. You know, my happy space. So I go over to my window, open the blinds, and this rush of natural light lights up my entire workspace. Actually, it lights up the entire room. So there's no more light sources needed at this time. And now I'm focused on all of the metals and my tools and beads that are in front of me and what I will make with them. But I'm not quite ready. See, I just purchased a bunch of candles. I have this amber and sage fragrance. Oh my gosh, it smells so clean and musk and I love it. So I'm going to burn it. Then I'm going to go over to my record player and I'm going to put on my Amy Winehouse album, Back to Black. And I'm just going to zone out. See, now I feel like creating. Now I'm in a good headspace. I'm in a good mood. All of the nice fragrances are just flowing through my nostrils and my mind is turning on and the creative juices are flowing. It's time to work. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice of the Makers, where makers let their voices be heard all while building our very own community. It is your host, Ginger, and I'm so happy to be back with a new episode entitled Setting the Creative Mood. And we all are adults and we know how important a mood is. It's a vibe. It's the beginning to forever, or it could be the beginning to the end. So it's so important to make sure that we're curating a sensual, relaxing, comfortable mood, right? And when you create a mood, the importance of that is it allows you to release more creativity. Did you know as a creative that you can have more creativity? Yes, you can. There's no limits to creativity. And when everything around you and within you is in a certain good space. Oh my gosh. All the things you could dream of, all the things you can make and to put out there, the content is endless. When you're in a good mood, it helps your productivity. You're so much more productive. You get more done. You hit more goals. You attract more of your tribe when the mood is on point. The other good important thing about setting the mood is it allows you to make those deadlines. You know, when you have a lot going on in your mind and you're just in a terrible headspace, your heart is heavy, you feel sick, you feel run down, your space is not organized and clean, you can almost forget meeting those goals and deadlines. Because you're not in a good space to make those things happen. And when you do all of these things, not just for your brand or your business, for your life, it actually helps everything to coexist. 
because you can't be a productive creative if your life is not in some type of order. So setting the mood definitely gets you there. And I want to share some of my mood setting terms. And maybe yours is different. And by all means, make sure that you screenshot this podcast. Tag me on Instagram story and let me know exactly what you do. Because I'm always looking for new and inventive ways to make my mood the best that it could be. Best, best way possible because it only helps to improve my life and improve my work and my creativity. Okay, enough of that. So let's jump right in. So what I like to do is the night or day before I like to set up my space. So that may mean that I'm setting up my materials that I'm going to work with. I'm setting up my tools, any sketches, any notes. I have it all set out so that When I'm back into that place and I'm in the right mood that I can go directly to work and get things done, this will definitely have a lot to do with my productivity. So make sure that you prepare. That's a part of mood setting. Prepare yourself for your work so that the creativity will flow. I love to be as organized as possible. Now, let me just be a... A little bit honest with you all. I have gotten used to working in a mess over the years. You can even go back and check my credentials with my corporate America job. I would work with papers and everything all over the place, but I would be getting things done. And for a long time, because I was getting so many things done, I thought that this was okay. Even when people would make comments like, oh, you really should clean up your space or how can you find anything within all this mess? But what I realized once I became my own boss was how much more I could get done when my space was nice and clean and organized. I think this happened for me a a year ago where I set out to do this collection. Before I got into the collection, before I even started on the sketches and notes, I made sure that I cleaned and organized my space, my workspace to a T. And when I tell you within the span of 48 hours, I hammered out about 35 beautiful pieces that almost sold immediately like that. Yes. So again, I don't know how or who I could have been if I would have been more organized when I was in corporate America, but we won't go there. We're talking about what works now, right? So I also make sure that Everything is visually pleasing, like the aesthetic, whether it's the natural light coming from my window or the reflection is given off on my desk. I just want to make sure that what I'm seeing around me is clean and organized and then that I can literally see. I work with a lot of natural light. I wear glasses because I have like a little stigma, nothing too too serious, but Natural light definitely helps me to see all of my beads, all of the colors, all of the metals and its true form. Now, I do have lighting in my room if I wanted a different light source. But for my particular creativity, natural light works. So I definitely make sure that I have that going on in my space to help create the, the mood. So now I'm organized, I'm clean and Everything is visually, aesthetically pleasing, and the natural light is helping me to visually see the work that's ahead of me. 
but I can't start right now. You, you would say I could, right? Why not? You have your setup, your room is clean, and you have lighting, and, and everything looks pretty. Okay, but now I need to get in the mood. So, what I like to do is make sure that my scents are on point. So, before I start anything, I take a shower. Now, I know you're probably like, well, doesn't everybody take a shower? No. Everybody that works from home does not take a shower. There, You would be surprised how many people wake up straight out of bed, work out, you know, let the sweat, whatever, and then they go right to work. For one, to me, that's not sanitary. I am judging <laughs> because we are in the middle of a pandemic where germs and everything is just running rampant and we don't want to get people sick. Um, secondly, it doesn't boost my energy. Like I have to take a shower. I have to wash my face. I have to brush my teeth before I feel like I'm in a good mood to do anything. Like I want to get last night's sleep and all of that off of me before I come into something new, right? When you're creative, you should think like this and you should think more of your own brand and your own business as opposed to if you were working for someone else. Like if you were going into an office, you wouldn't hop in purposely without taking a shower and brushing your teeth and doing all your one, two, three steps, would you? No, you would be judged. But if you really care about what you're doing, you approach your brand, your business, your creativity in the same, if not better manner. So I have like my Trader Joe's strawberry lemon scrub. I have some body butters from my girl 3D Essentials. I have uh, a face oil from her as well as one from Essentials Day Spa, a uh, She Spa. I have, um, what is it? Essentials of She? I want to make sure I'm saying it right in case she listens. Essentials of She Spa. Um, I have on some Bath and Body Works spray. I'm just feeling clean. Uh, brushed my teeth with some Arm & Hammer toothpaste and my electric toothbrush. Sparkly, shiny grill. Fresh breath, fresh body. You know, I missed my hair and I put my oils in them. And I'm feeling all good. My rose water oil. Then I go and get my coffee. Okay. Now, maybe you're not a coffee drinker. That's okay. No judgment. You know, you should be waking up in the morning drinking a glass of water anyway. Hint, hint. But for me, coffee's my thing. It's been my thing ever since I've been in corporate America and I haven't let it go. So the smell of fresh coffee does something to me. It wakes me up. It lets me know that it's time to start the day as well as the taste of it. It gets my taste buds going. My mouth gets all happy and moving. I get a little, a little jittery, just enough to give me some energy, you know? And then I love to sweet it, sweeten it with either coconut milk, creamer or either almond milk creamer oh my gosh it just takes me to another place I don't have to add sugar or anything else and I'm in a zone you hear me now maybe it's tea for you maybe it's juice whatever it is this has a lot to do with playing on your intelligence and your creativity and all the wheels turning in your head and in your body so make sure that you put those in motion so then when I get to my office I want to smell a certain aroma. So I have a few different sources. I have a candle, a few candles that I love to burn. I typically go with two to three wick candles. Let me say that again because I think my accent came out on it. Two to three wick candles because they just help to give off the fragrance a whole lot 
bolder. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. And I try to go with something that's clean, not too fruity, not too sweet, because I still want to be able to breathe, (laughs) you know, without everything being overpowering. In my space, I also have plants. And so that's good for helping to purify plants. So if you love plants, make sure that they're not just beautiful, but that they're air purifying, because that's one of the main reasons why I'm a plant mama today. It's not because I just want plants not just because they're pretty, but I want them to be purposeful. And so the fact that they clear the air and they get all the nasty chemicals and toxins out and the fact that I don't go outside enough or as much as I should, it gives me that outdoor feel to a large degree. I also have a wax burner. So you can go buy the little wax cubes from your local Walmart, toss them in the little plate, plug up the warmer, and it'll melt down and give off a beautiful aroma fragrance for a while so sometimes I do both sometimes I do one but I'm always going to do something because that helps to intensify my creativity my productivity my charisma to work my zeal everything goes off with these scents going on so I got the taste of the coffee I have the smell of these uh candles or this wax burner and I have the natural light coming in so the natural light is coming in and that's helping me to see everything and that's also giving me the vitamin d that I need right and so now I need some music (laughs) so a lot of people like to listen to streaming services I do My favorite one currently is Tidal. I subscribe to it and it just has just about everyone on there. So I go from listening to Tidal, um, different types of music. I have different playlists on there just depending on my mood. I also love to play my vinyl. Like I have a record player that I've had for a few years and I have a bunch of records. And so I love to put a record on and play it and, you know, get into a zone Sometimes it's a chore because after it plays one side, you have to stop it and turn it on the other side to play it. So there are times when it depends on what I'm working on that I will go more for the streaming service versus the vinyl and vice versa. There are times I don't want to hear music, maybe not voices, you know, I'm real different (laughs) when it comes to that. Sometimes I want to hear just instrumental Or I may just want to hear sounds of like running water or the wind blowing, things of that nature. And it can be very soothing. It could take my my mood to a calming place. Because sometimes I want to be really calm, really serene. Maybe like when I'm shipping packages and I'm packing packages and putting labels on. So I want to concentrate. Then maybe I'm working on a funky, jungle, animalistic uh, jewelry collection. I want something Afro beats and I put on Beyonce's The Gift or I put on some type of DeVito or something like that, you know, to get me in a space. And then maybe I'm working on something that has a real vintage vibe and I want to hear some Nancy Wilson, some Ella Fitzgerald, some um, Frank Sinatra. I don't know. Just all depends. To have those options is great. And then there are times when I want to hear more podcasts. Like I do listen to podcasts. I know some podcast hosts don't, but I do. And I do understand that 
depending on the genre of the podcast also depends on my mood. So like if I'm in a very subtle mood, I may listen to a podcast that's talking about relationships and business and things of that nature. If I'm in a very upbeat mood, I may listen to someone talking about uh, pop culture or them discussing a TV show or talking about comedy. Like there's a lot of comic uh, podcasts, comedian so I have podcasts on a lot of the streams. So definitely I do that. And it's just another element of the mood. Now I'm tapping into the sound. I have the set. I have the visual, you know, places clean and organized. I'm ready to go. But there's one other thing that a lot of us content creators and makers tend to not focus on. And that's time. For me, having the dynamic that I have, having two little ones and a husband, myself, my mother, I have to really be mindful of my time because there are some creatives that have more time to create than others. Let's just call a thing a thing, you know, and I have a hard time trying to not be envious of that because there are days when I want to create forever. Like, I don't understand the days that I don't want to create forever like that's just my high that's my thing if I could create for like three four hours straight I would do it but unfortunately sometimes create creating time means 30 minutes or an hour and sometimes that's even interrupted depending on what's going on in my life so try to have a start and an end time and also around that end time make sure that you go back into the cycle of setting up for the next time you can create. Now for me, that could be two days after the last time I created. I don't necessarily get to go right back into the creation mode. You know, again, the envy bug does bite me for people that can create at their luxury as often and as much as they want to. But just to be realistic, many of us have to have a schedule. So do that and therefore you'll kind of stay on some type of schedule for yourself, for your creativity, for your brand, business, etc. Now, here are some more tips that I would like to leave you with. And, you know, it's for those creatives who work at home and they have more of a different dynamic with different people living with them. It's not just them and their creations. Hey, that's real life. So, you know, you have a workspace or you have a corner or you have something of that nature. So here's a couple of tips. If you have a workroom or workspace, if you even have the luxury of having a she or he shed, something that's adjacent to your home, then you should consider do not disturb. If it has to be a sign, if it has to be you make an announcement, hey, I'm working from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Between this time, you all need to figure out the food. I already cooked dinner, so go for it. Watch TV, you know, whatever you need to do. Unless it's an emergency, allow me to work at this time. Okay. You can use a sign. If you need to put a sign, a sticky note on the door, if you need to go purchase one, make one up on your printer, on Canva, the Canva app and print it out, you know, just do whatever you have to do. Another thing, your telephone, you want to make sure that you don't allow people to interrupt you when you're being productive. So that may simply be putting your phone on do not disturb. 
that helps for me for the most part. There are times when I have to just completely unplug it or power it down so that no interruptions come across my phone, whether it's a text message, an email, a DM, a phone call. Hey, I have to focus because I only have an hour and this hour is valuable to the health of my creativity. Yes. So you have to do that type of self-care for you, your brand and your mood. Now, space at home. Hmm, this can be tricky because some people have different types of dimension for their space. Some people don't have a very um, carved out space, like a whole room. I have an entire room and I'm so blessed to have that. It's a spare bedroom. Some people have like portables and that's fine. You may, there was a time when I lived in an apartment and I had to buy one of those plastic desks and it had like the little cubby holders. It's a lap desk. And I got it from Michael's and I think they still have it or they'll definitely have it around back to school sales. And I would put like my tools on one side. I would put like trash in the other side and then the side that goes over my lap, that would be my work spot. And so I would have oh, also my tools and my, my supplies. Yes. And so I could be in the family room or in the bedroom or somewhere where other people were, but I could still be being productive, you know. So sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Um, traveling, I saw another jewelry artist do this. She bought a huge travel size um, makeup bag or toiletry bag, I should say. It could actually hang on her door. So I found one on Amazon and um it's huge it had all these different compartments with the zippers and like i could put the tools in one i could put my wire my earring hooks in another i could put all my metals in another one i could put my beads in this one you know it was just so convenient so i could well for me i used it a lot around the house like if i wanted to work in at the kitchen table if i wanted to work in the living room if i wanted to work in the bedroom you know I don't always encourage those types of situations, but, you know, with the fact that we're quarantined, the whole family's at home, you have homeschooling going on, you have to do what you have to do. And so I don't want you to feel like, well, I can't create this mood that Ginger is painting for me to the T, so why should I even try? Well, I still want you to be productive, whether you stay in a two-bedroom apartment with five people or not. You can make a way, you know. Um, there are people that use closets. I know for me, I have used the closet to record my podcast in because it was small, the acoustics were right, wasn't a lot of echoing, so that worked for me. You may have to use your bedroom. You may have to use your child's bedroom, you know, and say, hey, I'm kicking you all out for 30 minutes so I can record this podcast or so that I can do my work or I can send out this email or create this content, whatever. Just make a way out of the sources and things, resources that you have. Um, co-op space. So I know we're in the middle, middle of a pandemic right now. So co-op spaces aren't really accessible, but when they are again, definitely do the research in your town, city, about co-op spaces so i've seen my friend krista david and she's an artist and um, collage artist 
and she's out in Atlanta and there's a space that she goes to that she did used to go to and she shares it with other artists and they had some supplies and materials there they had workstations and then of course you could bring your own things in and I just thought it was so cool and to be able to be around other creatives whoa mind-blowing and something I aspire to do the other thing is I think she rents out a spot now personally just for her so now she has her own separate space but it's not in her house where she can create and be in a whole different atmosphere and have a whole different mood whole different vibe going on so consider those things and last but not least consider going outside even if it's in a park um in a parking lot in your car even with the windows down even if it's in your backyard or your front yard like get creative sometimes people don't want to hear music or they may put their earbuds on or they may just want to sit out in the grass on the lawn on a blanket and just do their thing whether that's write notes or sketch create make things it may be a little hard to record a podcast outside because you can't control the noise i get that but maybe you can just write out the script for the next three or four podcasts you know just be mindful of your time be mindful of when you're creating how you're creating and the mood you're in try not to make things when you're in a bad mood or when you're sick or when you're feeling sad and, and some people say don't say that when you're feeling sad but okay so you're a music writer and when you have a broken heart you come up with the best tunes by any means do what works. But for me, I'm not about to go and make jewelry in a sad mood because it's going to look sad and it's not going to feel vibrant. And in my opinion, it's going to come off as she was not in a good place. But when I'm happy and when I'm feeling good, there's no stopping. <laughs> there's no limits. And I can't hardly keep those pieces in my shop. So that's all I have for this particular episode like I said, I'm quite sure that you may have additional mood setting trends that you use for your creativity and um, share them with me. You know, don't be afraid because like I said, this is my way. It may work for you, some of it, and some of it may not, but I just wanted to be helpful because I know that it is important that as creatives, we share these little things because they're very good incentives to help keep us inspired because and this day and time, it's hard, super hard to stay inspired and find newness in things and find reasoning in things. And, you know, just simply getting out of bed and saying, instead of keeping my pajamas on and walking around in this cloud of when is outside going to open back up, I'm going to treat each day as a gift and I'm going to flourish in my brand. I'm going to use my creativity to its utmost power and I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to take a shower before I do all of that. I'm going to work out before I create or after I create. I'm going to take care of me, my body and soul. And I'm also going to evoke that into my brand and my business. All right. So again, I look forward to hearing from you and you all have a great day and stay safe.